Tell her only partly. I only love my bed and my mama. I'm sorry. Hey. <laughs> hey, friends. How's everybody doing? I'm in such a good mood. Um, I'm so excited to be recording episode three of the Hustle and Soul podcast titled God's Plan. So fitting. <laughs> I'm so excited to share some special news with everyone. Um... And I struggle with, you know, just like keeping this part of my life private, but I really feel like it would be so helpful if I were to just share and talk about like all the great things that God has been doing in my life over the last like two months. It's just so crazy. Um, Getting over a cold. So don't mind me. I sound much better. I wanted to record yesterday, but I sounded like T-Pain. That wasn't happening. Um, (laughs) So, so excited to be recording and just giving you guys life updates um so yeah I did a thing and that thing was I got a new job (laughs) um so to backtrack and kind of paint the picture of why this is also exciting to me um most of you know if not here you go um I graduated from the University of North Texas last year May 2017 what what um and I was just so depressed like the last few months of my senior year because I just felt like I did everything right. I did everything the way that I was supposed to do it. I had the internships. I had the connections. I had all the student leadership positions on campus and I just could not find a job like like nobody was trying to hire my ass whenever, (laughs) whenever I graduated. So I just I wasn't excited on graduation day just because I didn't know what was going to come next. And I had such big plans and goals and dreams for myself, Um, but ended up getting a call back for an agency here in Dallas. And that went very well. And I got the job and I was just so thankful to be someone graduating from college and getting like a salary paying job in a field that I actually went to school to study in. Um, and agency life is sexy. Like we had a bar on every floor and, um, you know, I was doing my thing. It was great. I was kind of like the lead over my channel with some help working in print. So that was so exciting. And I'm so thankful for that opportunity. But like most people know, working in corporate America, like that getting a bright eyed, bushy tail feeling that you have in the beginning, it does go away because people suck. Um, (laughs) And I will say that my experience and my passion for marketing lies in like strategy and um, like how to communicate with communities of color and how to do that in the digital space that I mean, really, I grew up in. And so working in print, I thought that would be a great way to diversify my resume, get some good experience. But honestly, I had no real intention on staying there Mm, longer than two years more realistically like a year and a half (laughs) but I'm just someone I've never had that um like I've never had the desire to to just climb the corporate ladder and be this like banging uh corporate CEO or vice president of a department or anything like that that's never been something that I've desired for myself so um being there and like working like 50 plus hours a week and just constantly being drained and then 
having to work with people that you don't really feel like have your best interests at heart or you are doing super shady things while you're just trying to do your best. Um, it gets draining after a while. So um, that's what my life was, just agency life and working and trying to balance side projects and the glow print, my event series that I do with my friend Alex and um, just trying to navigate everything, but just being in that space of not wanting to ex mm, excel is not a right word but you know like I just didn't want to be there long term so I had no motivation to really just like be amazing at every single thing and make all these connections and work my way up like that's not what it was for me at that job my um true passion is like outreach and helping people and serving others and serving underserved com communities and women who need help and um doing my side business like ideally I would like to make hustle and soul a lifestyle brand and have merchandise and just have so many entrepreneurial dreams that don't include me working at a corporate place and so that I really was just like in a rut in a funk at my job and on top of that since graduating in May you know May we started the Glowprint and I had my blog and I had um before I had the Carefree Black Girl podcast and so many things that I wanted to do, but I just felt like it was forced. You know, like every time I tried to go after it and make things happen or start recording a new episode or writing a new blog post, it just felt forced. And I just felt like, you know, like it would be a waste of time or it wouldn't be my best work. And I just kept feeling like every time I tried to start something that it wasn't it wasn't the right time and I need to just chill. And so... That's all I did last year outside of the glow print was chill really with like my side projects and go to work. Um, and I feel like God was making me do that, but I, I didn't really have a full understanding why. And I'm someone who's always busy, likes to keep busy, likes to create um, around the clock. So having to sit still down somewhere was just super annoying <laughs> and um, just being really uncomfortable with life and unhappy with life and you know, feeling like, oh, I would be happier in Portland or going to New York City for my birthday. And, oh, girl, this is where I belong. Like, And not really being settled on anything or knowing what I wanted to do, but just knowing what I was doing at the moment wasn't what I wanted um, the next few years or even the rest of my life to look like. So, you know, November comes, everybody's getting real reflective, you know, got a month yet left before we step into the new year. And... I was just frustrated and angry and tired of like being unhappy with my job and where I'm at and um, being in this creative funk. And so I just made a list and I said, okay, God, if money wasn't a factor, what is it that I would be doing in my dream job? What does this look like? Because I say I want to do this and I want to do that and I want to move here and I want to move there. And realistically, like that's not what I want to do. There are just different aspects of those um, like career positions that I was looking at that I would like. So I made my list. Um, I had like certain things on my list and I prayed over it. And I honestly don't know or did God's plan. Let me retract. <laughs> I didn't know of any job that existed that would allow me to do all of those things on that list and um live that lifestyle live the lifestyle that I dreamed for myself and that I wanted to um so you know praying over that list maybe you know I can get something that let me get you know two out of ten ain't bad three out of ten ain't bad but never am I gonna find anything that'll let me accomplish everything on this list and I'm talking things like a flexible schedule um multiple sources of income 
travel, being creative, having agency over my role and being able to build it up to what I want it to be. All of that. I'm like, girl, you ain't even to find that. But you know, God is faithful, so you can pray about it. And he is. Um, <laughs> so it all happened so fast. I prayed over that list for like two months and then I'm on staff for a nonprofit slash women's ministry. We are unveiled. And so we had our staff retreat the first weekend of January. And I'm just going in like, I don't like this person I work with. And they're all trash. And I don't like what I'm doing. And I hate it. And really, I just felt like I was letting it all out. But I had become such like a negative person that I didn't really want to be or start to recognize because the unhappiness I had with where I was in life and where I was in my career and with my job was spilling over into other areas of my life and honestly agency life is no joke like if you're going to be spending 50 hours a week somewhere doing something why not let it be something that you love you know and I don't know I, I guess I've just always been a rebel but I know society and the world and college teaches you these rules of you know, you got to go and do internship and then you got to be at your first job for two years and then you need to work for a promotion and you need to have this position on your resume for such and such amount of time. And I was really just like, F all that. Like, life is too short. People are dying every day. Loki thinks she's about to come back in the next two years. <laughs> so I was just like, why just do something because that's what I think I'm supposed to be doing instead of going after what it is that I really want to do and allowing God to like refine me and refine what that looks like and go before me and kind of you know help make my dreams a reality if it's in his plan and girl it was in his plan because at the retreat as I'm venting about just where I am and how I don't like my job and how I want to leave my friend Monica was like girl like I feel you 100% corporate life sucks been there done that um but we need to make you an exit plan you need to come up with an exit strategy. You can you can hate it all day long. You can complain all day long. But if you aren't making any real steps to get out of where you are, you're going to be complaining forever. And at some point, like you got to hold yourself accountable for being stuck in something too long. I remember like one of my favorite quotes that I used to repeat to myself is, you're never stuck in anything unless you say you are. Um, and I was being stuck by choice. So I just kind of had to get out of that corporate mindset of, you know, wanting to stay there and put in all this time on my resume. Whatever, you know, all the stuff that you hear that you feel like you need to do. Uh, which, if you love your job, do it. But I, I didn't love it, so no, nah, fam. <laughs> um, so Monica was actually transitioning out of a role at... Um, where she was working, and I never heard her say anything negative about that job. I knew she really liked it. I just didn't really have a full understanding of what it was. But she let us know that she was transitioning out of that job and moving into something new. And if anybody felt like they might be interested, she could try to help and pass along their resume. So I didn't really think much of it until um, maybe that Monday. And I was like, wait, like maybe I should ask her about this job. Like She seems to really like it. I kind of know what she does. Seems to kind of be what I'm passionate about, which by far is um helping serving and celebrating women um and more specifically women that are struggling or women that are uh, marginalized in some capacity so Rachel I was like do you think I'll be a good fit like what all do you do and she was like hyping me up like yes girl perfect fit for the team you would love it um let me help you out all the stuff so she helped me pass along my resume and um, it took two weeks and we didn't hear anything back, which we both thought was odd. Um, but at the time, my book club, so 
shameless plug if you're not in the Hustle and Soul book club. Oh, what are you doing? You should join. <laughs> but our book for the month of January was Hollywood Commandments um, by Devon Franklin. And there was a chapter in the book specifically that I was talking about, which it was kind of an uncomfortable thought, but it, it rings so true. Um, a lot of times we might use prayer as a clutch clutch a crutch <laughs> of prayer as a crutch and instead of walking and using the authority and the power that God has given us over certain things in our life we just keep saying we're going to pray about it we're going to pray about it we're going to pray about it when God has already given you your yes and your authority to go for it um so it's just like well I haven't heard anything back but I really want to like see where this goes I think this could be it for me um so I decided to email her back after two weeks or follow up with the executive director who would be hiring me, who I would be reporting to with an email, just introducing myself, um, why I think I'm a good fit and a little bit about my experience. Ciao! When I tell you, we've been trying to hear back from this lady for two weeks and I literally heard back within like 20 minutes of me sending that email. It was so crazy. And even that, the process was so fast from the moment I sent her that email to the moment I got offered the job. It was literally a two week span of time. Um, and I just, it's just so crazy how fast everything happened. Um, but I was so down for the adventure. Um. So just like a quick tidbit about my new role I'm so excited about. I am working at a women's clinic for unplanned pregnancies, um, Christian nonprofit organization, and just providing support and resources um, and medical resources more specifically, which is very interesting and kind of the cool thing about where I work um, to women who find themselves pregnant. A lot of the times this ends up being high school girls or college girls um and so it's just really phenomenal work that we're doing in my specific role is building relationships um with the schools in our area the churches and church leaders in our area to kind of let them know that we're here we're a resource should you know anybody that needs our help um going to school and teaching about healthy sex and safe sex and abstinence whoop whoop and um also just providing mentorship and support to some of the girls at the alternative school in the area so so within my league so perfect like literally y'all I I just finished my first week and I just want to cry <laughs> I'm getting emotional right now I just want to cry every time I wake up because I'm so excited to go to work and I'm so excited to be doing the work that I'm doing and just knowing that I'm making a real impact I love it um the job is everything I wrote on that list a flexible schedule uh, allows me the opportunity to provide mentorship and support to other women I get to work with other Christian women and my God is just so present where I work and I love that um and the schedule that I have just allows me the opportunity uh, to try my foot at this whole entrepreneurship thing. I really was just thinking hard about entrepreneurship life and what I want to do after episode two with DJ. Um, shout out to her. I love her so much. So I'm freelancing for a few influencers on the side, helping with project management and content development. And I'm just like so lit about that. So I don't know. God has just moved so quickly and so like aggressively and in such an amazing way over the last two months um but here's kind of what I want to get to um because it's more than just about life update but this episode is just 
Like, you know, let's just be real with each other for a minute. Like, even in all these great things and all this excitement around this, like, new adventure in my life, I don't have it all together. <laughs> I don't have all the answers of what life is going to look like beyond the next three months. Um, just with, like, finances and all that stuff. Um, and so social media is amazing. I love the digital age that we live in. I think it's great to be able to connect with people so easily and exchange information so quickly. But as I harp on all the time, like, don't get caught up in this social media stuff. Um, and I just feel like, you know, there's not enough people on social media and on our platform saying, you know, we're struggling, we're doubtful, we just don't know, don't have it all together. And maybe that's not your MO or the way that you want to use your platform. But for me, I know that I have the most impact and I make, um, I, I have the most, I make the most impact and I'm, I have the most influence. That's what I want to say. I have the most influence when I'm vulnerable and when I'm giving people that real about what I'm struggling with in life and um, just my past and all that stuff. So, yeah, I don't have it all together even in the midst of this happy thing that I should want to, you know, plaster all over my social media for your applause and your likes and your congratulations. And I want to be real about that. I want to be honest about that in my journey because I just feel like this gives chance, gives it gives God a chance to show off just how loving he is and um, how much he listens and how much he cares for us and just gives me an opportunity to really stretch my faith and I feel like you inspire people when you give them the full picture and the full story um and I mean I not put my, all my business out there but I mean my job is good my job is great pay for nonprofit and like amazing news we literally and this is how I know God like goes before me and I could just go on a tangent, but I mean, we even just got a call this week, literally on my third day, that the grant we applied for specifically for my role, like even before I got there, was approved so I would be able to work more and get paid more next year. Um, <laughs> and But I did take a pay cut from working at my marketing agency. I did. And the contracts that I have with like these influencers, while I'm like super thankful for them and 1 million percent confident in my abilities to retain my clients and just do amazing work for them like you never know what curveballs life is going to throw at you or anyone that you're working with so I mean if they don't renew or something comes up like then what I, I still gotta make up for that money and um in my limited thinking and in my limited mind and if I were um just operating in in my own thoughts in my own wants and not listening to what God is telling me I would be terrified I probably wouldn't have even, like, taken the job. You know, it's just easy to be scared when you don't know the outcome of certain things. But y'all, like, I have so much peace. And I just want to share about how I got this peace. <laughs> um, to maybe it would inspire um, anyone who's listening to go after their dreams or what they feel like God is calling them to do. And I feel like there's something to be said about living in purpose. Like, one of my favorite quotes is, The greatest tragedy is not death, but life without purpose. And I feel like, um, you know, when you walk at the pace of grace that God has provided for you, you don't have to live in fear and in doubt and in worry because there's provision there. When you're walking in his plane, he, go, he goes before you and he makes sure everything is okay. He makes all the crooked paths straight. Um, and there's literally no need to worry when you're abiding and walking in what he set out for your life. And what I've learned in my own journey over the last two months that I really just wanted to 
say and inspire and encourage anyone else who might be going through a similar struggle is that God wants to show off for you. He does. He wants to show off for you. He wants to He wants to use your life to show the world just how powerful and how loving he is, but you have to be walking in purpose like you know, you make your own bed, you got to lie in it. So if you're just going and doing your own thing, you're trying to make your own way out of, you know, greed or the 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 want for money or the want for attention or the want for 50 million followers and free con or merchandise, or, you know, whatever. Like when you're doing things outside of God's plan, you got to, you gotta, you know, make that bed and lie in it. And yeah, just walking in the pace of grace. So if you follow me on Instagram, you know, you know, my latest obsession has been all the sermons, all of the sermons by Pastor Mike Todd at Transformation Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. If you have not watched, sis, let me tell you, I ain't got but a little bit of edges left because I am left bald and shattered after every sermon just so wrecked (laughs) um relationship goals is amazing right now I'm on inner circle but um the sermon that I feel like applies to this episode that I encourage everyone to go take a listen to or watch if you have some free time after listening to the sermon is his series stride and in there he's just talking about walking at the pace of grace and um just intentional and purpose living and um so that's that's a resource for you. Read that uh, or watch that sermon, but also another resource that has really been helping me um, and that has just been so like helpful this week during my first week and easing into this transition and settling my doubts and fears and fear, fear, fears is living a purpose-driven writing more about what that means and what intentional living looks like. Um, so... One of my favorite books is The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. I would definitely suggest you read that first. But um, there's a follow-up to that book. It's called What on Earth Am I Here For by the same author. Um, And it's just elaborating on, you know, once you identify your purpose, um, how do you use it? What does that look like? What should your impact be? What should your focus be? And what are the fruits that you should see in your life? Um... So quick definition, purpose-driven life is a life guided, controlled, and directed by God's purposes for your life. That's straight from the book. Um, And in there, well, at least on day three, so it's a 40-day devotional. On day three, that's what I'm on. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, And he gives the top five benefits of purpose-driven living. And um, they are that living a purpose-driven life gives your life more meaning it simplifies your life, it focuses your life, it motivates your life, and most importantly, it prepares you for eternity. Um, and going back to the Stride series by Pastor Mike Todd, y'all, he said this, and I was shook. It's simple, but it's so deep. Uh, two things. He said that there are many busy people that never reach purpose. And one thing that he said that is also just <clears throat> confirmed in the book that I'm reading is that success and purpose are not the same thing. So we can see all these people who are influencers or who are working in entertainment or media or marketing or photography or artistry or styling, whatever it is. And you see they got the followers. You see they got the money. You see they got, you know, all these amazing opportunities, which is cool because, you know, you that is how our world operates. You get paid or you get income or you get compensated for the talents that you have. Everybody has talents. 
and it's you can use your talents to make money and in our society we equate money with success but just because you're making money and just because you have the followers and just because you're successful in the eyes of the world that doesn't mean that you're achieving your god-given purpose and what it is that he's called you to do and um what he's called you to walk in and that was just so 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 profound to me because in this role i'm not making the same like in this role alone just if i were just be doing my new job at the um, nonprofit. I would not be making the same amount of money that I was making at my agency, which in all honesty is cool money to be a new graduate, but it ain't it really ain't that much. Don't be fooled, boo. Um <laughs> I'm all about a bargain and a DIY. <laughs> but um it's not. And so I told myself in looking for a new job, I don't want to just take any old thing because I can go somewhere else, make some more money, still hate the people that I'm working with, still hate the work that I'm doing. Um and so I'll take less money if that means I'll be more fulfilled. I'll take less money if that means I have more free time to spend with God and to help and serve others and to build up my own platform and my own um, side business that I want to, you know, ultimately be able to live off of and grow and use to employ other people and help other people. That's what I want for my life. And I don't feel like I'm too young to work towards that goal. So um, that was just so profound to me. And I just really encourage everyone to take a look at what your aims are and what you're working towards. And is it in alignment with what God is calling you to do? Or is it in alignment with what you see everybody else doing and what looks cool? Um, so, yeah, I I, <laughs> I wanted to just close today's podcast. I didn't want to make it super long, but I've just been so blessed by like my devotionals, my books, and just seeing how evident God's presence is like on my life right now and how thick the call is on my life right now and just the the pure joy that I have waking up every morning and going to do what I'm doing at work is unexplainable so I just wanted to close out and leave you something to think about uh, my sweet babies in my Monique voice <laughs> If you haven't watched that uh, interview with Charlemagne, please watch it. Give Monique her coins in the words of Chance the Rapper because she's making very, 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 very valid points, which I could go on and talk about for days. But that ain't why we're here today. Um, <laughs> so I'm trying to pull up this verse very quickly that I want to leave you all with because it was so bomb. Love reading the message version because, you know, it was real plain to give it to you how you need to read it. But... You know, uh, just think about what is it that God is calling you to do? Um, what does it look like? What are the things and the people that you need to let go of to get there? Um, so Ephesians 1, 11 through 12 reads, message version. You know, we're going to keep it real hip and easy to understand in this thing. Um, it's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, he had his eye on us had designs on us for glorious living, part of the overall purpose he is working out in everything and everyone. Um, I just love that glorious living. Can I get an amen and a hallelujah? <laughs> um, but my devotional I was reading earlier this week clearly said it. 
life is for living to show that God is all glorious in the way that he shows that he's all glorious, that he is loving, that he is caring, that he is powerful, that he is able to just blow your mind with the plans he has for you is to just give him your yes. And I may not have it all together. I don't claim to. Um, and I don't ever want my life to come off that way. I want to be real with you guys. Like, I am I get doubtful sometimes. I get nervous. But, you know, where God calls you, he provides. And, you know, glorious living all 2018. That's what we're doing. Glorious living. <laughs> and personally, I just want my life to be an example and a testament to just how amazing things can be. Um even when he ordains that you have much or that you have little, just how amazing things can be when you continue to give God your yes in every aspect of your life. So challenging you all to give God your yes and, you know, intentionally live, live on purpose, glorious living, all 2018. Um, yeah, I hope this helps. I hope this encourages you. I hope this inspires you. If you struggling, girl, we can struggle together. <laughs> My DMs are always open. The, the doors of the church are always open. The doors to my DMs are always open, okay? <laughs> but I love you all so much. Thank you all for being on this journey with me as I just embark on this new adventure with Jesus and, you know, just learning more about what I'm here to do and who I'm here to serve. And I love you all. I love you, my sweet babies. I love us for real, okay? <laughs> but thanks for living, listening. Until next time, love ya. Bye.